On today's episode of the Fit to Lead podcast, I'm excited to introduce you to Melissa Leone, a business accounting professional who helps small businesses achieve maximum productivity with the minimum wasted effort or expense. In addition, she's also an author and public speaker for women aspiring to have a career and a family. So I'm very excited to chat with her about her latest book. It's called Efficiency Bitch. So tune in to hear more. So thank you for joining the Fit to Lead podcast. I am super excited to have this week's guest with me, Melissa Leone. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you here because the big reveal, I know you just recently published a book. I did. I did. It's officially out into the world November 8th. I have a copy in my little hands. It's so fun. I feel like I'm holding my newborn baby for the first time. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And I love, I love the name efficiency bitch. I love, love. So you got, you know, it's like, you got boss bitch. You got all the different kind of bitches. Yeah. Like a bit, I love efficiency. I'm like a productivity nerd. So I would love for you to share. How did you, like, how did you land on the name? Yeah, actually the name is a, is a old family joke between my mom and I. So when I was 18 years old, she was having a party and I was home from college and I was being an 18 year old and there, I go into it pretty in depth in the book, but I'm, I was like doing something in the kitchen and I was in her way. And she said, Melissa, if you're not going to help get out of here, I have an efficient system. And I whipped around with, but you don't have to be such an efficiency bitch. And from then on, it became like a joke between us. And we, we started saying EB instead of the B word. And <laughs> my sister is definitely an EB as well. Um, so it's been in my life, in my heart as a, as a phrase of love and respect and admiration between my mom and my sister and I for 25, 30 years. So how old am I? Okay, 25 years. <laughs> I know. They had to think twice about it. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I wanted to write this book. Um, I'm a finance and accounting professional, and I wanted to write a book for parents to talk to their kids about money. And so that was the path that I started down. And then it took a hard left, and I found myself mentoring and helping and supporting young women who want to have a career and have a family and felt like they were either like staring down the barrel of burnout or they had to choose one. And that's not how my life has panned out. I have three small kids. I built a business. I host a podcast, wrote a book. I have a corporate day job. Like I do all of it and I'm super far from burnout. I work out every day, you know I mean? So I've, I've found the space and intention in my life. So that's what the book's about. And the subtitle is how ambitious women can have it all without doing it all. Because I really believe that you have to lean in to help, um, to outsource, to support in any way possible. And, and so it all kind of came from there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think that's so needed. Um, because I, and I think that's one of the reasons we connected previously is we're very similar. We have the side hustle, the kids, the corporate job, you know, all the things, the podcast, yeah. all the things. And it is. People are like, how do you do it all? And it is really like, to your point, asking for help and being efficient with your time. So yeah. I know um, I wanted to dig in a little bit to the acronym, right? Because the bitch is actually an acronym. So I would love for you to go through, maybe share what the acronym is and then maybe share your favorite. Yeah, it's 
it's funny, you know, you start down a path and then as you move down it, like these epiphanies show up and all of a sudden it's like, that's where you were meant to be, even though that's didn't know where you were going. So that's kind of what happened with this. I had this message I wanted to share and I couldn't write the words fast enough. Like I'm an accountant. I am an extroverted accountant. So I do speak out loud most of this or think out loud most of the time. Um, but I had this, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. That's just like the fastest way I can get my message out there. So my podcast was all over the place. I didn't know what I was talking about. I was just talking to people who I thought were cool. And what it came down to eventually after several months of doing this is I found myself talking about the same things over and over again, the things that interested me and the things that made me as efficient as I am. So I turned it into an acronym and it's super fun because it just happened to all line up so nicely with it. Um, bank is the first letter and that I talk all about money management. So I own a fractional CFO and bookkeeping business called Two Cents Consulting. And all we do is money management for small businesses. So super close to my heart, really important. I talk a lot about money in the book for the, for the woman, not for a business, but so many of those things go together. Um, I is inbox. So I'm a big believer. If your inbox is a mess, your outbox will also be uh, clogged, so to speak. So I talk a lot about inbox and how to manage it, the life inbox because everything in life is an inbox. Um, talk about time because time management is kind of name of the game when you're trying to be efficient. We all have the same number of hours in a day. How I use mine makes me very efficient. How others use theirs may end up making them feel frustrated. So it's just kind of some nods to things that I do to make me feel in control of my time. And then the last two letters are connection and harmony. And they were the ones that were hard to name because they were that space that was hard to describe for who I am and who I want to be. So connection, I originally called community, like volunteering, giving back, having close friends is all part of that for me, but community didn't fit. And then my brilliant husband came up with connection and it just fits so much better. So I talk about where to volunteer. Like there was a day where I was a Girl Scout troop leader and a PTO president. And I was doing all these things that seemed cool, but I like my kids. I don't really like a lot of other people's kids. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I say that silly, but, but yeah. being in the kid's space was not for me. That's not my jam. So now I'm on the board at Planned Parenthood, something I'm really passionate about, something I want to help give back. So I've changed kind of where I give my time because then it doesn't exhaust me. It excites me. And then the last letter H for harmony was originally health. And then it was happiness. And then I realized like those H words are absolutely included, but it's really harmony that I was after. It was that ebb and flow of things and transactions and tasks and happiness and health that all kind of came together. So it just ended up being the ribbon to put it all on. I love that because, of course, I was going to ask. I'm like, all right, where's health fallen? Because I know yeah. we talked about that. That's important to you, right? I mean, that's very kind of found, foundational. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you prioritize you know, your self-care, your health routine, what you do to keep everything else going. Yeah, you know, and it's it's funny with things like healthcare or self-care or routines it, excellence only comes from a habit. I think there's an Aristotle quote that talks about, and I'm going to butcher it because I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's like, excellence isn't just by accident. It doesn't just, somebody's not born with excellence. Somebody tries hard, they practice 
they are intentional with the way that they do things and they become excellent. And so being excellent is a habit in its very being. And I really believe that as far as health goes, um, if my mental health or my physical health is, is weaning, I'm not excellent anymore. And I have to bring myself back to center. Um, I've spent the last six months buried in this book, in addition to my other responsibilities. And I've let my workout routines slip. So yesterday I'm back on with my regimen at five in the morning, getting my butt to a class. And I've always been pretty on point with my nutrition because that seems to be easier than finding an extra hour to go work out when you're already like squeezing. Yeah. Um, but I also recognize that it's harmony. I have to allow myself to come in and out of those spaces as best I can. Now that said, I still walked my dog every day while I was in the middle of my book. I just wasn't going to my scheduled yoga class. Now I am. So yeah. that that's always been really important to me to find those areas to keep my body and my mind as healthy as possible. I love that. I love that. And when it comes to pursuing your passion, I love, um, I love folks that, you know, have a corporate day job and a side hustle and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, other things, like you said, the book, the kids, the so what advice would you give if someone's listening to this and they're like, I have a full-time job. I feel like I just, I don't have the time or I don't have the energy. What advice would you give to those folks? And it might be reading the book, but I would love just a nugget. <laughs> Always read the book. Yeah. Um, get help. Like, and that can come from anywhere. Um, it, I'm a big believer in outsourcing it. So if I'm not good at something, I'm not going to spin my wheels trying to do it. I would like to say, if you're a business owner and you hate accounting, call me, right? Like outsource your accounting to somebody who actually enjoys it. I make my living doing something a lot of people hate to do. I love to do it. I feel that way about house cleaners. I tell people always, I think women in particular, and I, I obviously this is a broad generalization, but they, there's some guilt and some shame around outsourcing house cleaners. It's like, my mom always cleaned, I have to clean, it's my responsibility, women are there to make the nest. And I talk a lot about this in the book. That's what women before us did, but they also couldn't vote and they also couldn't get credit cards and they also couldn't own, like, the evolution of what a woman has been allowed to do over the last 100 years in the United States is shocking. Mm -hmm. And we take it for granted, right? I mean, my mom was married and divorced and a police officer before she could have a credit card. So she couldn't have a credit card. And, and that just happened like, I don't know, five or six years before I was born. So my entire life, that's been normal, but it wasn't for one generation above me, right? She was in her late 20s before she could have a credit card. So I think women today have to give ourselves a little bit of a breath and recognize that we're doing things that our mothers didn't do. We're doing things mm -hmm. our grandmothers didn't do. And the example that they set for us, while awesome, also has to be understood that they were living in a different time, right? And yeah. you're bad with money because your mom didn't know how to teach you. <laughs> you're you're and that's not your mom's fault it, like this isn't a blame game this is just a look your problem in in the eye right like turn the light on and then take the next step towards correcting that action I have a I have a phrase that I say over and over in the book on my podcast is fall in love with your future self do everything you can to make your tomorrow you as happy as possible and that mm -hmm. might be that might be eating the donut, but probably not. That might be going to the gym, 
most likely, right? Like your tomorrow self is always going to be the most important thing for me. Yes. I love that. I love that. So as we wrap up, I would love for you to share. I know your book is coming out. I think when this hits, it will be coming out that week. Yeah. So where can people get your book? Where can they connect with you and learn more? Amazon. It'll be on Amazon right away. Uh, I think it actually already is. So it'll be Kindle, paperback, and hardback on, on Amazon. I'm really trying to get into some like airport bookstores and, you know, other other places that have books, but you know, everybody goes everywhere for Amazon. So that's first. Um, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Efficiency B and efficiencybitch.com is, is also available for that too. I love it. I am so excited to read it because I love all, all the stuff you're talking about. So it sounds like an awesome, awesome book. I can't wait to read it. And I want to thank, thank you. you so, so much for coming on the podcast. Yes. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Have you tried Built Bars yet? If you haven't, you are totally missing out. These incredible protein bars are macro-friendly. Some are gluten-free and nut-free, and they come in amazing flavors like coconut brownie, raspberry cheesecake, and my newest favorite, churro marshmallow. So check them out and use the code Allison Jackson Fitness, all one word, and save 10% today. Try it out and see how you like it and let me know. And again, it's www.builtbar.com and the code Allison Jackson Fitness to save 10%. Try it out today.